0: You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 104, Fake 2 The Revenge. Chicago, a criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show we hold in our heart. Did this thing fall apart? My name is Jim Purcell.
1: I am Craig Olson.
0: I'm Raven Perez. And we are back again for another episode of the Savage Fincast, the show where we, of course, talk about the comic book Savage Dragon and his creator, Eric Larson, and everything and anything that may fall between those two points. Yeah.
2: We got a real good one for you, man. This is a hot one. This is a hot fin cast tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Hot takes, hot takes.
0: It's gonna be a hot take of a loser. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting one to talk about because we've got opinions, opossums.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I. You know, I think that if there's a failing, uh, it might be that we do enjoy. Savage Dragon, all of us, but I do relish in these more controversial fin casts where there's disagreements.
1: How you know I'm not going to change my opinion yeah. last minute?
2: Oh, right, we'll see. the The beautiful thing is, is I am going in this just as blind as the listeners because we had some time to gestate. So, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be a little good one. Craig, won't
1: you go? Why don't you get the news going, man, so we can get to it? News. We got very little news for. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I mean, I feel like the past few Fincasts, we really haven't had much hey, news, it's but cr- the issues course. have been coming out. It's Christmas in the New Year. So, Savage Dragon 259. We don't have any solicitation text to it, but we do have a cover. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's uh, enter North Force, and it seems like Malcolm is maybe joined joined up with uh, Canada's premier superhero team, who we've seen in the pages of Savage Dragon recently. Um, he is emblazoned. Cool
0: emblazoned with a with a uh, maple leaf. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Emblazoned. <laughs> I love it. I love how he's got his jeans. He's He's got a Canadian t-shirt. It's cool. Mm-hmm. That's his costume, man. He can't be bothered.
0: Yeah. He's going to get ripped he, anyway. He ain't
1: wearing no spandex.
2: Love it. It's in the jeans, dude. His old man hated capes. He he can't be like just running around with a cape and cowl and all that dumb shit.
0: No, he hasn't. He hasn't I do. I mean, he likes flash mercury. I'm sure he'd love wearing a cape. No, what he really needs is a scarf. A scarf. A scarf. <laughs> A
1: winter scarf. Yes. A melty uh, uniform. <laughs> I like the North Force logo on on the cover. I love all the I love that grizzly guy. He looks cool.
2: Oh yeah. Just dude. yelling,
1: stomping away. Yo! All the characters, as as we found out and we'll talk about later, kind of named after uh Canadian professional teams. We got Raptor and the Flame and Blue Jays so, so uh, I,
0: I guess we won't talk about it later then yet
1: <laughs> no it's we're a cool saving cover. That for later
2: it's a cool cover uh I think it's awesome I think it's worth poking a little fun at the uh, Malcolm grizzly knee tangent
0: yeah I yeah. wasn't gonna say anything but now you forced me to
2: yeah I well for me what's funny is for me it's not a problem like I never made that visual cue but like I saw multiple people be like but I went right to that, and I'm like, "Really? Oh, okay."
0: I'll be honest. This is a great cover, but mm-hmm. that corner with the knees and the knight is kind of distracting because not only do you have the mm-hmm. le- the knee tangent, but you also uh-huh. kind of got a small man thing going on with the knight. But
2: that's but, be- he is small, but that is because the, the
0: that is because the grizzly is big.
2: Right. Yeah. It's in it's in proportion. It works.
1: Larson kind of made fun of the Canadian himself, saying he just looks like he's shuffling along. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah but, but he seems like a doofus anyway. It's a good cover, though. I mean, what's
2: funny is, like, knee tangent or not, like, I love North Force. I like their look.
0: Yeah, they definitely... Yeah, they it, got, there, There's an interest... Well, actually, now that you think about it, it's got kind of a red, white, and blue thing going on. They're all pretty... Huge, yeah. Except for the knight. I guess his green kind of just...
1: Well, what do you see blue on all the other side? Well, I guess blue Jay and the jet. But. Correct.
0: Yeah. The jet.
2: Unintentionally patriotic. It just runs, you know,
1: those
0: colors. Well, it's well, well, their have. blue is less American blue and more ice blue. Yeah. Right. Which makes sense.
1: Um, I always enjoy seeing Eric Larson design characters, especially ones in superhero costumes. So, this is a treat. I, I'm less of a fan of the kind of mutants and just jeans and regular civilian clothes. So,
2: oh. Uglies Incorporated, you mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Or a lot of the, the villains as of late. Even Mako kind of switched over to the kind of civilian look. You know, Ma- Ma- of those guys. I did. don't know.
0: I personally found Gene Mako way superior to Tubes. No,
2: you know the Superior Mako,
0: and we always yeah. said it was the Atlantean underwear. I guess. Yeah, I don't and know. Namor,
1: seventies Namor. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait, with the Old. with the blacks with the black suit, like uh, or the uh, trunks? Because didn't you wear the trunks? At oh yeah, 22. yeah, the trunks too. That's they right. You wore both costumes at one point, I believe. Underwear, bro. Underwear. Yep.
1: Yep. Scaly fish underwear. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Hashtag underwear scales. It's perfect. No, it's a cool cover. Not much else to say about it, but I mean, you know, fuck yeah, North Force. And I love that they're getting cover time immediately. And uh, Image doesn't have a lot of superhero books, bro. And so it's always cool when Savage Dragon kind of gets to uh, flex that superhero muscle. You know what I'm saying? And
1: and I guess Eric's continuing the kind of uh, Image Comics group style 70s trade dress still. So there's still two versions of each cover going on.
2: Yep. Yeah. Do you Um, guys have
0: a preference on this one or do you not give a shit? I prefer the Image Comics Group version, but that's because... Standard, baby. Well, but that's because I started reading Dragon when that was the cover dress and I wish it was always...
1: You know, I... I I like that cover dress. I think it's neat looking, but I found that a lot of the covers recently that he's done have looked better without it. I feel like they eat up too much real estate, like the the band and the the little dragon circular thing. As much as I think it's cool looking, like some of these, I feel like some of these recent covers pop better just with just the plain logo.
2: For kind of the reverse reason, like where. I didn't come on board with the whole like you know '70s trade, and I also don't really have super nostalgia for it. I'm sticking with the classic baby. I think it gives the cover more room to breathe. I don't really have like I'm not like oh look at the other one it's hideous, but I'm yeah. just saying like I do feel like these are drawn more with traditional logo in mind, and then the '70s one trade dress just kind of is like it they make it work. But I like North Force's logo too. I think yeah, I do it's too. like I think it's a kick-ass logo.
1: It's simple, it, but it's cool.
2: If it needed rearranged to where you could put Force like underneath North, it'd look perfect. Big square. Yeah. North. Yep. All I can say is that, bro. I hope Canada and Canadiens fucking really like, you know, relish this. Think how much team, I want to say, this is not insider scoop. I asked Eric on Facebook, I was like, yo, you know, I'm very surprised that like uh, you went with a bear instead of a moose. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he had a pretty good like thought process behind going with grizzly bear instead of a moose. He said that he hates whenever like American teams are just treated like normal, you know, like they're just like normal, could be like whatever you want. He said, and then the minute you get into, like, you know, a team from another place, it's like a beaver or a moose. or
1: It's got to be some national symbol.
2: (laughs) Right. Like, if it was the desert, it would be a fucking camel or a scorpion (laughs) or something. And it's like, you
1: know what? Maple syrup, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's cool. Like, I I think, I was like, well, he put more thought into this shit. I'm just saying, appreciate it, Canadians.
1: You don't get super Inuit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's dope. I like it. Shall we move along?
0: Yep. Uh, so we got some letters uh, with, uh, we got some responses to our last, uh, last episodes of uh, interesting conversations. Um, of course, we are being the <laughs> the ones who uh, brought you Fountainhead's uh, laser eye. Um, we asked the question, of course, what do you think the names of all these North Force characters are? Uh, uh, unknowingly finding out after the fact that all the names were printed in the letters page after the issue was over, uh, because right. we, were, we were working from a preview copy that did not have letters pages. Sure. So uh, I'm sure when you heard this this uh, this episode, you we were very confused as to our confusion. Uh, I think we, we we Craig actually stumbled onto the actual uh, theme of the team at Genius some point. Genius, Craig. Sleuthed it out, but we also did not put two and two together and got a lot of them wrong. Uh, like, I think it
2: made for great listening for that reason because it's yeah. so funny to hear Craig be like, "You know what? I bet it's sports teams." Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, when we got,
1: I think I think you huh? pointed out Winnipeg Jet uh, was it the sports Raptor. team? Jet Grizzly Blue Jay. I couldn't a Calgary Flame. I think came to me after, but I couldn't. The only ones I could not really get, I feel like, were the Raptor. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. And it seems like the most obvious one with, right. like, the slash across the shirt is right. they have that little slash on their basketball logo. Right. Yeah. And the colors. is Now I look at it so obvious. The night one, I'm still, like, kind of perplexed. Yeah, the, I think the, that's, like, some kind of weird, like, minor league. Yeah, the
0: Knight's something. a bit a bit more of a deep cut. I actually had to Google Canada sports teams, and it did turn up there as a minor league uh, hockey team.
2: Yeah. I bet everyone in Canada is like, obviously the Knights... Right, a eh? you idiots! You I still think Im- the
1: Canadian should be spelt like the French Canadian way.
0: You know that's Canadian. actually that's actually sh- probably should be the case if he's actually named after the, the, the can the Canadians, which are our hockey team. Mm-hmm.
2: The French Canadian,
1: The Habitants
2: Guys, I have to tell this story. I'm sorry. Um, I used to do like uh, sales work where I had to call like all over the fucking, you know, countries to like talk to different people. And I had to talk to a uh, guy in Canada, like on a regular basis. And his name was Jacques and he was French Canadian. But like he was so outrageous with his like accent. Right. And 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 I always could you hear all the use. Dude, I felt like he was fucking putting me on because I would call him and be like, no. "Hey, Jacques, it's Raven." And he'd be like, ha, ha, ha. "Hello, my friend. Ha, 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 ha. How are you today?" <laughs> I'm like, "There's no way, Jacques. There's no way, dude. There's no way that's how you sound all the time. I can't imagine you. I have terrible that news. That seems like a
1: little much, but I will <laughs> say gr- that my grandmother have-
2: passed away. <laughs> like, I mean, no we have
1: way. good friends in from montreal and i mean obviously everyone speaks french there so there is a little bit of that that accent you can definitely tell but i love montreal it's a great place
0: jacques well as you know there's no canada quite like french canada that's it dude french canadian all right so we got one letter coming in it says dear savage fincast boys Wow, what an issue 255 was. Surprises around every turn that made it feel like classic era Savage Dragon. I don't know if it's possible to achieve multiple orgasms from reading a comic, but this one came close.
1: Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hey, hey,
0: hey. I won't tell you how many I have doing episodes. Thanks. During last episode's interesting conversations, you asked listeners to try and guess the names of North Force. I loved hearing all your attempts to solve this mystery, but I think Craig was on the right track (laughs) with Blue Jay and got me wondering if maybe Eric named them all after Canadian pro sports teams. I know it sounds nutty, but hear me out. The guy in the flag costume we know is the Canadian. He could be named after the Montreal Canadiens. The Flaming Woman could be named after the Calgary Flames. The Flaming Lady would be named after the, the Flying Lady would be named after the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, The other blue character could be named after the Winnipeg Jets. The bear guy might be named after the Vancouver Grizzlies. The knight guy could be named after the London Knights. And the red woman could be named after the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I know you guys kicked around the name Blood Wolf, but we all know Blood Wolf is already a very popular Rob Liefeld character. Now, it's the Blood Wolf with a U, uh, not Blood Wolf with an O, which is a much cooler name.
2: (laughs) Can't trademark that, though.
0: Uh, It's a long shot, and maybe I'm wrong. You weren't. Spoiler. I probably am. You weren't. But I hope Eric tells us the name soon. He did in the same issue. He's uh, making fun of us. I know he is. <laughs> I hope Eric tells us their name soon, so we can all stop speculating. The weight is killing me. Also, you fine lads were discussing the back cover and trying to decide who did what, but I think Eric's inks I think that Eric inks over Frank's pencils. Frank recently said online that Eric rendered what should have been Ethrian's bare shoulders as some kind of shoulder pads, and they were initially colored as such. Looks like Nico split the difference when he made his pass. That's all for me this time. Love your ever-loving, your ever-faithful listener, Mark Welser.
2: That was confirmed. Yeah, we saw it was, uh, that whole series, Frank said, was Eric's inks over his pencils.
1: Was that in the YouTube concert uh, comments?
2: Um, it was on Facebook. Uh
1: uh-huh.
2: yep. he said that uh he drew it and Frank uh, Frank drew it and Eric inked it.
1: Well thanks to your, your guilt trip, Raven, we, we got at least one letter. I, any more?
2: <laughs> you know, I try. Uh it's cool that I named all the regular listeners that I know we have and one, only one replied and he mocked the shit out of us. So that's cool. Good to know. Uh, we did actually have one, though. A decent fellow. A good, honest, <laughs> kind, non-mocking fellow who delivered. And he says, yo dudes, Merry Christmas. Started listening to the latest episode and figured I'd chime in on your interesting conversation request a name, North Force. Here goes. Burnt toast slash skull fire for the flaming skull woman. Burnt toast. I like burnt toast bird blue or canadian dove for the blue jay looking female that's funny we got got females on we got we got females we got feelings on that i i think i'm leaning towards canadian dove
1: he said canadian dove for the blue jay looking right yep (laughs) female
2: giant bear could be grizz or care bear lame i know just like the old cartoon show but is it really lame when you think about, like, Bedrock?
0: No, because Care Bears are awesome. Well, actually, no, Care Bears suck. Care Bear Cousins are where it's at.
2: Care Bear Cousins are dope. Even,
1: what is Care Bear Cousins?
2: It's like the lion and shit.
0: Oh. They're, they're the not-bear cares. Yeah.
2: Anything that's not a bear but looks like a Care Bear is a cousin. Yeah. Um. The Iron Man-looking dude is a rivet. P.S. That is a rip-off of my nickname. Oh, uh, thief.
0: Thief. Rivet Bridges. Yep. Yeah. Guardian clone is Justin Trudeau. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't put it past Eric to make that be the case. I mean, Just mm, I was going to say, mm, never mind. <laughs> Freaking <Trudeau>. libtard.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: Night guy is Canadian knight or knight of Canada. I think I like knight of Canada. Sounds like a bank. Don't you guys like that? Kind of sounds like a bank. <laughs> knight. <laughs> knight of Canada. All right, so you like Canadian knight? That sounds like a sex movie. Why do we only get two choices? Yeah. Maybe well, we're choosing from his answers, is all. All
1: right. I like Night Guy then.
2: <laughs> night Guy? Okay, cool. <laughs> I, who knew that there was a third one? You damn hacked the system. All right. White hair, red faced lady is Loba or Scary Mary. What's
1: Loba? Is that is like some. Lo- kind of...
0: Loba is just a female way of saying Lobo, which is the Spanish uh, word for wolf. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like Scary Mary. Mm-hmm. Say that in the mere three times.
2: Nope. Mm-mm. Ain't going to do it. Those are my names. I'm sticking to them. Great job on the show. And man, what a great issue 255 is. Love the pacing of the last few issues. Absolutely blown away by dark, getting blown away on that two page spread. Wow. Keep up the good work. P.S. How about the bear versus Buffalo stew? It's got to happen. You down for that. Oh, I'm one. 100- Listen. It's in the cards. I can't imagine that it's not happening. Or Bear versus like Mauve Wolfman. Fucking book that fight. Or Walden Wang <laughs> <laughs> on on your fight fucking pay per view that we've not heard of in a long time.
1: I think we need the jet versus the seeker.
0: Yes, dude. Yes, yes, Jim. Uh, yes, that. I mean, unless he is already already is the seeker. Unless he is seeker, seeker in disguise. Walden goes, well, wait a minute,
2: Jet. Where's the seeker?" And fucking Jet just smashes himself in his own face, and he's like, "Oh my God, what a reveal!" He just like kicks his own ass for the whole pay per view. At any rate, <laughs> guess it didn't land. Jeez. Peace, TM. Oh, psych. One more from TM. He says, one more name I missed. Thought it was good. Lazy Susan for the Fiery Skull Woman. Gotta say, I'm really trying to dissect that
1: one. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from.
2: Lazy Susan, we all know, is that uh, delightful rotating table convenience.
1: Delightful. Yeah, so how Thank would Thank God I gone? don't got to reach over. I'll
2: just spin this little wheel. Yeah, now the shaker of uh, this uh, seasoning is close to me. through <laughs> the power of rotation. I don't get it. I don't get how Lazy Susan...
1: Why? Why is Lazy yeah. Susan think, a good uh, name? I got to throw this in here before I forget because this is a super good idea. Sorry, don't mean... Sorry, TM. Is that, is that Tony? Probably Tony. Tony M. It is.
2: It is Tony M. I guarantee it. I'm just curious. No, I'm not shitting on anything, dude. I'm appreciative... For any, I am because I'm a I, dick. I, I unironically, you are, dude. I unironically at times. I unironically love uh, Care Bear. I do think that that is a cool name, and I hope somebody playfully calls him that at some point. Uh, because it is awesome, and he's a giant goddamn bear. I don't know. I think that if he was a Care Bear, I feel like a giant maple leaf would shoot out of his chest. Don't you, Jim?
0: That that would make the most
1: sense. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: his his alter ego should just be a bear in Daisy Dukes. Oh, I see.
2: <laughs> well, question I wanted to say this is: Do you guys think? <laughs> Jim
1: just said, "Oh, I see." <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you guys think that these guys have like sort of like uh, alter egos? Like, does Raptor like become a dinosaur? Of course.
1: What do you think? They just like stay in their costumes twenty four seven, dude. What fuck do?
2: I mean, think about it. There's guys in Dragon that are just like a fucking giant bear or a shark man all the time or whatever.
0: That's <laughs> true.
2: Yeah, so it's not like he's going to become a werebear and just turn. Oh, and he turns into a bear. I mean, but if he does, uh, like, I, would you prefer that or would you rather be a bear man- all the time?
1: I got to imagine maybe the bear guy could be like that all the time and in, in yeah. Raptor, but. I can't imagine, like, the, the blue jay person walks around like that or the fucking jet guy. Well, or the Canadian
2: knight. Thinking, like, how damn, <laughs> goddamn pasty he is. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> how unreal, like, just seeing someone that pasty in real life would be? Like, you'd know they were a superhero. Well, that's, What's so the why story not? behind well, that? Why is he so pasty? All right,
0: so that's why I'm sure he's Justin Trudeau because he's in Whiteface. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew that was the joke you were making. I knew it. <laughs> This is the Savage Politicast, is what this is. Uh. I knew you were making a white face joke. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, Trudeau. What a tangled web we weave when first we practice to racistly Halloween. <laughs> that's it. I, be- I believe that's how it goes. Yes, that is. Thank you. Uh, Tony thank you Mark for writing in um, if any of the people that I named last time would like to uh, make our sad little lives more complete uh, you know who you are you're, you're driving to work you're you know running on the treadmill be a sweetie shoot us an email we would appreciate it um, with your interesting conversation because our man Craig came up with a fucking real cherry of a interesting conversation and if you don't respond to it I wouldn't go that far, but you should still respond to it. You should respond to it because it's a fucking cherry, and also if you don't respond, and not to not mock us. Yeah, Martin don't mock Lusser. us. Mark. Don't read gods of brutality. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, just fucking don't, <laughs> man. Anyway, Craig, how about you bring us home with that uh, sweet, interesting conversation?
1: Interesting conversations. So this is the segment where we come up with a topic that we talk briefly about and throw a little question out there, and then we ask you, the listener, to chime in with your own response. And if you don't like our interesting conversation, we ask that you provide your own, and we will respond to it as well. Uh, yeah. So our interesting conversation for um, this episode uh, is kind of simple, but... I think it's a good one based on this uh, issue. Uh, My simple question is this. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest villain in the Savage Dragon comic book of all time? Whether past, present, whatever. Like, who is your number one greatest villain? And... I'll leave it open to interpretation of what it means. It could be a favorite villain. It could be who well, that was my question. powerful or whatever. I, I, that was my question. I, I, don't, te- I don't care. I, it's just, ahead, most but.
0: effective villains or favorite villains? Because that's too Your interpretation.
1: I think it's just the, who's the greatest villain and why do you think they're the greatest? So I'll leave it up to how you want to interpret it.
2: Yeah, that's subjective. Why they're the greatest. Yeah, and I like it. Keep it open.
1: So who wants to shoot first?
0: Well, this is I nominate Jim. All right, well, this is well I could talk about this forever, but this is a little bit tricky for me because what constitutes a great villain to you? Well, but, what
2: constitutes
0: a great but villain? But it's tough because a lot of my favorite villains are no longer villains or uh, I prefer them not being villains. Like for example, I'm a big fan of Mako. Uh, but I like Mako more when he was like an anti-hero, not so much the villain villain Mako. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was moderately reformed under the influence of Dart, just before he killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, as a villain, I don't really, you know, Mako's cool, but he's not the greatest. Um, you like Island Pervert Mako? Kind of. It's more like I prefer Mako when he's got a fucking jetpack on, and he's flying through Dimension X like a fucking hero. Mako,
1: fuck yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, like. Neutron Bob is one of my favorite characters in Savage Dragon. He's not uh, really how can a vi- we not know he's now. not a really a villain though anymore. Uh, right. Again, another kind of anti-hero slash reformed hero. Of course, we don't really know what his current status is. Has been a long time since we saw him. And I always find like Dark Lord and Overlord kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, if it helps you personally, I mean, come ultimately to your- it's got to come down to Dart. Uh, Allison is probably my favorite villain. Because she does the most and is cool doing it. Uh and she's generally an interesting character, Rip. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm gonna have to, to go, I'm gonna have to go with Dart uh Allison
1: as That's a good choice.
0: My favorite slash greatest Savage Dragon
1: villain. Okay, Raven, you're up.
2: Uh I think I have even said this before. But uh, my my favorite uh, villain of all time, the greatest to me, was the fucking evil string in Abner Cadaver. And I'm not joking.
0: Well, isn't is Abner Cadaver the string? So wouldn't it just be is, Abner Cadaver? Yeah, he's the string. But like, here's
2: the thing, though. I have to specify... That it's the evil string. Because here's why that's so goddamn great to me, right? It's like Abner Cadaver was the fucking foe of Fonty, Right. Just let that fucking cook your noodle. One of the most powerful magical characters ever to appear in Savage Dragon. He fucking merged Paul, he merged Dragon. Like the fucking, this is like a wicked ass fucking like villain. Like just, he's badass.
1: Been fighting Fonty for ever.
2: Yeah. Like immortal enemies. Lost in right? battle. And the whole time, you're just thinking that it's this zombie is who Abner Cadaver is. And no, plot twist, it's the fucking string that is holding the zombie's bits together. And what was so cool about that to me is, A, it was a reveal, which I love Like when it's like, I love any kind of like twist. If you can goof me up and confuse me and be like, oh, then I'm going to love it. So Abner Cadaver was a cool twist. But on top of that, I thought it was just a cool, like little sort of obviously like it was, to me, I felt like it was a good little play on the wicked worm, you know, kind of yeah. like that whole Mr. Mind, you know, where Mr. Mind's just, Oh, he's so evil, but he's just a dumb little worm. But it was, like it
1: was two dichotomies because his, you know, his, his nemesis was Fonty who was covered in the worms. Right. Which we didn't really see coming either.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That That was what was so beautiful. And so to me, you will never have a cooler villain in Savage Dragon than that because he was that kind of clever combination and, like, he enslaved his greatest foe and, like, ah, oh, it's just so cool. And I love him and I think there have been, if you want to talk about effectiveness, yes, Dart is just a goddamn legendary kick-ass killer villain. She killed Santa Claus, she killed the Easter Bunny, whatever else. But at the end of the day, I think she's just a maniac and I feel like the fucking string that is Abner Cadaver is just, like, wild as fuck, even as a concept. Like, you can't, like, find that dude in another book. You know what I'm saying? You know Whereas I feel right. like I feel like Dart could be, like, you could find a pretty good parallel for Dart in some other book. But I feel like Abner Cadaver is just, like, a goddamn over-the-top crazy Eric Larson idea. So, for me, that's the one.
0: You know what's insane? Hmm. Abner Cadaver hasn't appeared in Savage Dragon uh, 198 issues, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's that's part of his, leg- his legacy and too, dude. He- like there was never like a Savage World version of him. We never really I know- saw. Yeah. We have not seen him. And what's weird I is because Fonti, because we've seen
1: Fonti, oh, uh, with Mighty Man, right? The new.
0: Uh, no, remember we like in a backup. No, 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 no. We saw Fonte when we saw the backup about uh, what happened during uh, Dragon's Possession in the Savage World. Yeah, yeah. And so he wound yeah. up. He basically wound up killing Horde and freeing Fonte, but we never see that. You know, final conflict between Fonte and Cadaver. I mean, Abner Cadaver in in the Savage World. So Abner Cadaver could still be out there. He could still become a threat someday.
1: He's locked in battle with Fonte that, forever. That
0: does kind of yeah. seem to be what the implication is, because Fonte got freed earlier. Abner cadaver mm-hmm. never became a threat, right. but, it's, but it would it's be nice to see him what, again.
2: What's cool to me is it's part of what adds to his mystique. Like if he never came back again, if he never got watered down or whatever else. Cool. Cause that to me makes him like just a one of a kind, kind of a thing in savage dragon experience, you know? Right. Number one, baby, a string. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh wait, I guess he, I
0: guess he did appear in uh, Superman Savage Dragon Chicago, uh, which came That's out true. in like two thousand two. Uh,
1: but I think he, wasn't uh, he still around at that point? No? I, 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 yes. He,
0: well, no, because yeah. he, no? his last appearance was in fifty eight, which was in nineteen ninety nine. And so he made that one. Yeah, of, but
1: I think I think that that comic was set in the past, on for a while. Oh no, I think that it came out much later than it was supposed to. Oh, okay. That would explain it then. Yeah, I'm not
0: sure where it's set chronologically. Yeah.
1: Craig, lay it on us. I got to go with what Jim first went with almost, Mako. To me, I mean, and this is the reason why I brought this question up, because we'll be talking about Mako later uh, during this issue review. Mm -hmm. But... To me, he's the greatest because he's so complex a villain. He's not so black and white. There's so many shades of Mako. And he starts off as just like the goon with like the crazy shoulder pads. (laughs) And as the series progresses, he does a lot of crazy shit. I mean, he made Super Patriot who Super Patriot is true uh he, he was on the vicious circle he was uh in freak force uh under like the covenant and, and fought with them at, on a team uh think about the appearances he was in freak force ninja turtles the max i mean he's a pretty heavy hitter of all the Sa- like larson's characters and like who you think the big guys are it's like super patriot savage dragon freak force and mako is up there just based on his appearances. Uh, he was in, like, a, a team book by Leifeld. I feel like, or one of those guys did a team book, and I can't remember the name of it, and Mako, I feel like it was one of the guys. Oh, the Big Bruisers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's, like, a pretty big dude, and he's been through so much, starting with a Vicious Circle and uh, being one of their goons. He's actually got a small stint as, like, just in human form, remember, towards, like, 74 and 75, um, he was the king of Atlantis he was a good guy for a while like Jim said fl- flying around in a jetpack in the void so many crazy things happened to him with Dart You know, he was reformed and then that shit happened with Dart wasn't there like his mom was sick in that one thing where he's fighting like Malcolm and Angel yeah Malcolm and Angel basically killed her they did Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, or, more, or more, I don't know. more accurately Mako killed her while fighting them
1: but really it yeah. really
0: was their fault
1: He's and just for the fact that he beat Savage dragon multiple times, yeah, um uh, he didn't lose um and he lives on through like you know uh shark we're passing on his shark powers, you'll yeah. see in this issue um you know stuff like that, so um to me, that's what makes Mako basically the you know the greatest villain in Savage dragon.
2: Hard to argue with you on that, dude. Like if you're talking about like impact and legacy.
1: Yeah, and like I said, it's, it's all like up to number you, number however number. you want to interpret it, but that's my interpretation. Wow. I'm what if
2: Mako's it. fucking torn in half parts got sewn together by Admiral Cadaver String?
0: I mean, I've only been saying that for four or five or six <laughs> years, so
1: I'm still hoping that he's got offspring in Atlantis.
0: I mean, he does have offspring because he got. Well, no, I guess Billy technically isn't his offspring, is he? What,
2: well, correct? No, Sharkman like in Atlantis?
1: Grandson? No, I don't know what he is. He's not really. No,
0: he's just Darts baby. Not. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. just Shark Darts baby. Yeah,
1: but he was the king of Atlantis, so you got to figure he's got some like harem or something. Are, Are you, or you trying to
2: sell
0: me?
1: You mean it's good to be the king? No, you <laughs> see <laughs> what's that?
0: In Atlantis, you have to uh, lay your eggs, and then you have to like jerk off all to over over them. <laughs> Jesus, it's just how it works,
2: man. Fishing, uh, of course. its way less hot than you'd think, right? Maybe
1: he's got like kids with man eater or something or whatever. What's her name? Was it man eater? Yes, Gator and man eater, man Yeah. Anyway,
2: that's a good good choice for sure. So. Yeah, let us know your uh, greatest villain listeners and argue it out. You know, don't just say, "Uh, definitely like, uh, you know, Raging Woody. You got to tell us why. (laughs) Why is Raging Woody the best? Is it not, why is not Furious George better? I want to know. And so you got to tell us uh, your choice and you got to sort of like, you know, tell us why. And we'll read it on the Fincast. And I'm excited actually to hear what people think. Cool. Craig, tell them where they can send that.
1: You can send your responses or your new topic to us at savagefincast at gmail.com. And we will read your missive on our next podcast. So don't forget, savagefincast at gmail.com.
2: Thank you very much. Gentlemen, Who's hungry? For some meat and potatoes,
1: I need that big slab of meat and lots of starch.
2: Mm. Mmm, like five dollar steak night at Denny's. Listen, two fifty six. It's going to be a contentious issue. If you get, if you're the kind of listener with delicate sensibilities, you might want to you know buckle up. It's going to be a goddamn ride because
1: there's some passion involved here.
2: Yeah, word on the street. Says I got a couple of uh, hot potatoes here in the mix, ready to mash it up with their opinions on Jaws of Death. It didn't quite land with them how they thought it'd land, and I'd love to know why. So let's start with the cover as we always do. You, but that's impossible. You're dead. This is got to be a cl- like one of the top classic covers in a series with fucking great covers. Is this not fucking one of the
1: greats? How do you not pick this up off the stand if you're not a regular reader?
2: As you're walking down the aisle, how, you're looking at, like, lame brain pinups with no word balloons.
0: Boom. That's true. Word balloons on covers do improve everything.
2: They draw you right in. And, like, it's that old DC comic magic where it's like, Sorry, Jimmy, but if I don't eat 100 hamburgers in three minutes, I'm dead! You know, it's like you have to know what's up, right? Yeah. So this is a fucking great cover, regardless of how you felt about the issue. And uh,
1: then you flip it. I'm loving all the little subtitles on all these covers. I don't know. Is that what you call them? What do you call them? Little.
2: Just the title. There's another
1: word for it. I don't know. But the jaws of death and just the lettering. So good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Lurkers beneath Lake fear. (laughs) <laughs> you know right yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the empty grave you know it sucks you in dude um i like maxine's christmas sweater yeah it's, it's a lot of i gotta tell you here's a twist this is a surprise i didn't expect there to still be so much christmas here for us
1: but right i thought we were done last issue and we didn't get the cold christmas sweaters
2: Breaking uh, breaking with the real-time uh, hard rule, fast and loose. We get basically,
0: like what? Like, almost you'd say like the next day-ish kind of thing going on here? I wouldn't say it was the next day. I mean, we just, all we saw was a Christmas tree last issue, and that could have been in November for all we know. Yeah, but it only usually takes him a couple of days to grow back. Yeah, that's true. I guess he does have little hands, so I guess it is uh, only a few days. Bro, Malcolm reading the comic with the little hands.
2: <laughs> Is that not hilarious?
1: I like it. You know, I, I've got to be, i got to stay truthful here. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the meta comic gag type thing. I, I just, what? it doesn't go for
0: me. I love it, but I'm also confused by it because, all right. So, you know how we get those scenes where Dragon or Malcolm or both are talking to their creative team? And they mm-hmm. have all the right. and, and they all have these meta commentary complaints about how comics are made. Yeah. But every time we actually see a comic being read, it's implied that the contents are nearly identical to what we just previously read. Right. No,
2: because they change it all up. They they talk about little things that they change up and make up to kinda like fill things out and stuff.
0: Yeah, but they also but they but they're also like putting full frontal Maxine sexual stuff in the comic.
2: Only because the readers liked it. And I they guess they got a lot of <laughs> they got a lot of good letters on that one. <laughs> uh, I don't have a problem with it. What are you guys not like the meta comic jokes? I think they're hilarious. Well,
1: first of all, it was just me. Don't don't drag oh, Jimmy. Okay. You got you you have a problem. Talk to me. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, okay.
2: Craig. What's your, what's your problem, pal?
1: I thought you nah, liked them. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not the biggest fan. I, I don't in, enjoy it as much. I also
0: find it weird. It looks like it's drawn by Eric Larson, which definitely shouldn't be the case.
1: <laughs> because reality looks like Eric Larson? Yeah, exactly. Well, there's that. But also,
0: I, I don't think Eric exists. Maybe he does. Maybe he's stuck drawing Spider-Man forever.
1: Well, maybe in this reality, uh, Leric, Earson... Is the artist, and he he's just like Eric Larson.
0: Although funny enough, he has Eric Larson's signature on this book. <laughs> on top of that, the Image Comics group cover oh, yeah, is the yeah. trade they went with.
2: So Image Comics exists.
0: Canon,
1: yeah. Didn't yeah. they work for another comic company? Did they name it Stan Levi's company? I don't oh, know. Oh, you're whatever.
2: right. Yeah, Stan Levi forming the Image Comics group. One of the, <laughs> one of the founders. I don't think about you' not I don't think you're supposed to think about it that much, don't worry oh
1: about it's it. it's all turned to shit. I told you I told <laughs> it's all,
2: you. it's all turned to shit no, it's not <laughs> oh my God,
1: well, I'm, I got t- I can't read this book anymore.
2: I think it's funny. I love the meta jokes, dude. I think they're fucking hilarious, especially it gets really funny meta later in the issue, but yeah, I like the attention to detail on Maxine's uh, Christmas sweater. And sort of the uh, little hand, Malcolm is just fucking hilarious. Yeah. Ceiling fan. Usually, it, I can defi- kind of.
1: Oh, the little nickname there.
2: Yeah, I can usually make some sort of sense out of them. But what do you think ceiling fans
0: get? In here? I think it's just a word.
2: Okay. Well, how do you guys? I got to ask you. This, so, like, the thing is, this is a hot issue. Uh, just for takes and thinks, like you know, just things, sort of like climaxes set up, then like popped. Uh, what well, do you think about the memory loss fake out? Instantly, instantly taken away. Here's the thing: I, I did
0: not expect it to be an issue.
1: I didn't, I didn't either because Dragon
0: okay. and Malcolm. Well, I don't know about Malcolm, but Dragon's taken headshots before. It, it, the only yeah. re- the only reason uh, Dragon lost his memory and Kerr came out was because he got his brain eaten by virus. And that would mean yeah. total brain destruction. So just Correct. getting your getting your eye shot out the back of your head isn't enough, in my opinion, to be mm-hmm. a be a threat. It's he just had a giant hole in his head, though. Yeah, but he still had most of his you know half of his brain. Yeah, plenty to think repair. How, think
2: how good though that a chosen one's a healing power is—that it can grow the goddamn wrinkles back
1: <laughs> in, in your brain.
2: <laughs> think about that though. Isn't that crazy to think about?
1: I don't want to think about it.
0: You can grow your brain wrinkles back. Yeah, so unless you're... Brain wrinkles. I mean, okay, so this is a bit of a throwback. Do you remember when Kerr took over the world and killed everybody? And he, yes. And he mm-hmm. ate Malcolm's brains? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he ate Malcolm's brains. So that he couldn't grow back.
2: So you're saying that Dart just didn't get enough brain? Correct. Yeah, it makes sense to me, dude. I got no problems there.
0: Craig, do you have problems? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. No. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you guys think about this uh, next page with the Belko uh, emergency?
1: I was going to say it's a complete copy um, of the panel from the previous issue. That, that's, I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah,
0: that's definitely the same, uh, at least the same image of Mako in the tank. But uh, And the panel layouts. Oh, the layout's the same, too? That makes sense. Yep. I am not thrilled about this blood thing. <laughs> I w- listen. I
2: cannot wait. Please put it out there, dude. I, Throw I
0: I'm going to say it once and for all. I have a lot of problems with the with the concept of just injecting blood into your injecting superhuman blood into yourself and mm-hmm. gaining powers. From a conceptual it, it it's more it's at a base level it makes sense. Okay? Mm -hmm. But if you take it to a logical conclusion, it doesn't make any sense. And here's why. Sorry, Eric, I'm going to go on a little rant here. You do you, you, but I got us to get this out there. (laughs) It makes sense to me that injecting yourself with Chosen One blood has effects. Because Chosen One blood is super potent, regenerative abilities. And the fact that it has the downside of making you explode because your body can't handle it. Totally fine. Totally... Completely understandable, from from a from a from a from a comic book standpoint. So that was introduced mm-hmm. all the way back in the early days. Um, I forget what the guy's name was who wanted a cure for his AIDS and it went bad. We know the guy though. And it was a, it it's was a, it was a
1: Chester. Ch-
0: ch- yeah. God damn, you're a Wait, Was it Chester? I thought Chester was the the. Cab it driver. is Chester. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is, that was established a long time ago. So you know the fact that it eventually came back. Especially with the curse stuff, you know, it, it made sense. I could accept that. Mm-hmm. Finding out that you can just take uh, Angel's blood, store it, wipe her powers away, inject her with it, and just give her her powers back—that was kind of the, the the tipping point for me. Going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is this? Why is this a thing? Why is this? Why is this how things work in this world? Because think about it. So far, I mean, maybe it's maybe maybe it's a little more limited than how how it appears, but because it keeps coming up, because here are the things: there's a little wise guy blood, which again, being an immortality serum, kind of makes sense that it might be blood related, because it's it's regenerative. There's a regenerative wow. element to it, so I can I mm-hmm. can believe the little wise guy blood thing as well as the chosen one thing, but when it goes to to Angel being able to get her powers back with her own blood, and now. We see a guy inject himself with Mako's blood, Um, and of course we saw Dart previously gain Mako powers because her blood and Mako's blood mingled. Now there's like a whole bunch of logic problems that suddenly crop up in my head, because this seems to be common. This seems to be how powers work in the Savage Dragon universe, and if that's the case, why aren't supervillains like swapping each other's blood to like make combo powers with each other's powers? Why aren't regular people buying superhuman blood to make themselves superhuman? Why isn't a bunch of things happening that would make sense if it was this easy?
1: How do you know well, that those things they, aren't happening? Didn't they try, like, with Dragon's Blood? They, yeah. they did kind of go down that route. But that's what I'm saying. the, words, that's the whole It thing. makes
0: sense to me that Chosen One Blood does this. It doesn't make sense to me that everybody else's blood does this.
1: I don't think it does. I think Mako's a little different in a way. Most of those guys... A lot of those guys got their powers through the creator or something like that. Like, Mako is radioactive powers, right? But that
0: doesn't explain Angel. We've seen Angel lose her powers and get them back. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, I'm sorry, but...
2: It's not every single character in the book doing this with their blood. So that's number one. And number two... If you can buy that chosen one's blood might do it, then surely there must be other creatures in the universe whose blood can like assist.
0: Chosen one blood has regenerative properties. So Mako's
2: blood was—he's a fucking shark man. Sharks are like the perfect organism on Earth. They were not changed for hundreds of years. All
0: right, all right. I'll give you Mako, but because we've also seen it done with other characters, in particular Angel, whose powers do not have. Perfect, you know, genetics or regenerative capabilities.
2: It Arguably, could- though, think about Angel, though. Like, isn't she like human perfection? Like, Smasher was beating the shit out of Dragon and stuff.
0: Like, oh, come on, man, I just but, don't uh, think but again, far a stretch. But if she has no powers and they inject her with her own blood, and she gets her powers back, why can't she like inject Maxine with her blood and give Maxine her powers? Well, because
2: it's Angel's own blood; it's her own physiology. I'm just saying, like it's, it raises, it's why an orc-
0: it raises a ton of questions about superpowers in this world. When it becomes such a common thing, we see it constantly as if it's a, a known property, even though that may not be the case. It's being presented as such.
2: It's not constantly, though. It's, it's really rare. Like, it's Angel, not, Mako. It's not
0: really rare, though. Because, again, we've seen it with Dragon. We've seen it with the Little Wise Guys. We've seen it with, with Mako. We've seen it with Angel. That's a lot of characters. And not, that's four. And, and honestly, most <laughs> of this has happened post-Malcolm taking over the book.
2: Angel, Malcolm, Little Wise Guys, Dragon. That's like four characters out of this whole huge book. I mean, it's not like you know oh, Thor and... is injecting Thor blood into people and they're well, becoming Thor. Right. I'm just saying it's not like th- it doesn't just work on everybody. You know, it's not like dung blood does like I, makes you a
0: you man. I never had a problem with uh, Johnny Redbeard and the creators giving people powers. Right. Because th- I always thought that was kind of fun because not only do you get powers, you also get a costume. So it's actually you're not even really just getting powers. You're actually being turned into somebody else. All right. Mm. That's why, uh, like, She-Dragon is so radically different looking than, than Amy Belcher. Sure. Because sure. she, she's basically, she. well, although I think she came with a sensation costume initially. But anyway. Yeah. It was it was just, it, I always find like just kind of funny. Question.
2: I'm not ribbing you. But question. Why out of all of the fantastic elements in Savage Dragon, in a book with gods and evil string and shark men, why is this one element? So hard to grasp. Partly
0: because it, c- it comes across as a cheat for our heroes to get out of deadly danger. You felt the same way with, like, Freak Force. Yeah. I mean, Freak Out. Well, that's freak what I'm out. talking about. Freak Out is part of the problem about all of this.
1: It's hard to contain it once you open that. Then it's like, it's well, why don't you just, just that do it all easy. the time?
0: And it shouldn't be that easy. I think, um... Hey,
1: can I just interject one quick second before I get lambasted by the readers? Mm-hmm. Chester drawers was the taxi cab Yeah, I, I thought Chester Phil, was. Phil Dirt Phil. was the cop that exploded.
2: Ha! Huh. You're so terrible at this names I thing.
1: <laughs> and you believed in me, Raven. I felt I was so just trying bad. To make you I felt feel good. like I betrayed you. I you were you. wrong. I just, I just didn't me. want to tell you. <laughs> you did, but you did tell me. You just, you just bit your lip. I heard it a little bit. I heard the disappointment. <laughs> he did. He did. You did cut him off. Yeah, You're like. Yeah. Yeah, he you was said
2: like, you said one of the taxi driver.
1: <laughs> he was like, "Fucking idiot."
2: Um I I got to say that I uh I struggle to find it quite the cheat that you do. Um as far as it raising questions, I do think that it opens doors that Eric doesn't really go into all the time, but I think the problem with Savage Dragon has always been that there's only so much page space. And uh, Eric doesn't go down every door that he could. There's so much that could he could do with so many things. Like, we have a character like Super Patriot who has augmented limbs. Why aren't there more, like, augmented limbs? Like, why isn't Savage Dragon's I mean, there's world- an t- like, There's
0: an entire team out there called- uh, Well, there used to be an entire team out there called Cyber Force. Right, I'm just saying- Cyborgs like, why are pretty common, whole... actually. Neighbor Craig. Well, got I'm it. just
2: saying, like, why isn't the future, like, goddamn cyberpunk where everyone has, like, just tech everything, like robot eyes. Deep
0: state. Like, neighbor Craig Holden just went and back. got a
2: Layfield arm. <laughs> Remember when neighbor Craig just went and got a Layfield arm for no reason? Like,
1: Maybe he's employed at CyberData.
2: Well, I'm just saying. Then you know, he
1: gets a discount, okay?
2: It's one of those things where I think that you, honest to goodness, can't, like, sweat it that hard, it's all. Like, yeah. if the book was full of guys just swapping each other's blood and shit to me that'd be more damn ridiculous than see
0: i i would like that because that would be taking a concept established to a logical Uh conclusion and maybe 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 it causes death maybe it's a risk and that's why it's not done but you could show that people who are desperate i mean there's a story
1: there i see it the
2: story's not happened
0: yet it could
1: (laughs) i see what jim's like like it annoys me more the freak out stuff because I feel like that's such an easy way out. someone gets hurt or something, it seemed like he was going towards that like quick fix too much. The Mako blood, to me, I feel like Mako's kind of a unique character in the way he gets his powers that way. I know, Jim, you're saying that it happens a lot. I don't feel like it happens that much. I do feel like, you know... I wouldn't mind if we stopped seeing the whole blood thing done, but it's not bothering me to the point that freak fort, freak out bothered me.
0: Well, it bothered me because Eric seemed to be making a point to take freak, freak out off the table. And then immediately, right. and now we got- immediately we get one last vial. And then immediately Angel goes to Belco to get one last vial. It's just, <laughs> I don't know, it's just a little bit too, I want to say, convenient. Uh, and that's why i'm really hoping that the the scientist guy is like uh a super villain and is going to fuck angel up.
1: Can we can we talk about um this janitor guy and how i feel like we made the comment last issue where we're like ha look at this janitor i don't trust him.
0: Well, well no not there well, is. it wasn't the janitor it was this uh right here in the middle panel it was that scientist i don't trust.
1: No this is the janitor. No, but I, feel I said look we at the also... sneaky janitor.
0: Oh you yeah did? yeah. Yeah. Oh i was to go back and look at that.
1: Yeah. There's a panel where the janitor's got his like his face mask on, it's just kind of in the foreground.
2: Look at that guy, what's he up to?
1: Yeah, like that guy, what is he doing?
2: Bro, I am fucking flipped out that it was I guess we can talk about it now. Well, no, let's say okay, let's save for the reveal when they get to the page. But like yeah, so yeah.
1: but yeah, basically Mako's blood's been stolen. That's a great he's catch, Craig. It up this this janitor is shooting it up he parked his little mop by the men's room door and st- in a stall shooting up
2: that is uh, a fucking fantastic catch though dude because i totally forgot that we were like look at the janitor <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally forgot that we did that dude that's hilarious um because again it'll be extra funny when we get to the reveal Uh, because we're going to talk a lot about the speculation and then the reveal of what actually it was. Um, so here's more meta stuff. And I think that this fucking is hilarious. I think that, uh, it's funny as shit to have, uh, you know, Maxine of all the characters talk about Savage Dragon is porn now. (laughs) I think that is funny as shit. And, um. I love the
1: angle of that first panel, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. Like that, like the top down, the perspective. Yeah. Uh, I think it's hilarious to have Malcolm like reading the issue and being like, oh, I guess there's going to be a gang war.
1: (laughs) It's so good, dude.
2: Uh, I think it's kind of funny and meta for him to be like, not an upskirt, you know. so (laughs) So to me, I thought this page was just fucking hilarious, dude. And I'll take all the little-limbed uh, Malcolm that you'll give me. <laughs> it's, again, it's just hilarious,
0: dude. The little hands. You, you don't really catch it, but uh, one of his legs is actually ch- tiny and short, too.
1: Well, you see it in the bed because mm-hmm. either he's got his knee up or he's got a tiny little Well, I, I thought
0: his knee was up, but if you look in the last panel, he's asking for a crutch, and he's got his little tiny leg there.
1: Yeah, because it got blown off.
2: So here we go. Flip the page. There's the big boy. Questions for you guys. So as you're reading at this point, and so I know, Jim, you were like, oh, no, blood. But weren't you just the least bit happy to see this visual back?
0: Not really. No. I'll be honest. I mean, Mako's cool, but this pretender is not cool. Dude, (laughs) we're going to go into when when we get to reveal the thing,
2: I'm going to say why I think this guy is fucking cool. But I'm kind of glad to see the visual back. I think it's a unique. It's kind
1: of cool how it looks like old school Mako because he's got the boots and the the pants like Mako. And it's just basically the guy's custodial costume. (laughs) But uh, it really just kind of brings you back to the original Mako.
2: Yeah. So what were you feeling, Craig, when you flipped that page and saw him shark out?
1: That ah, it's cool. I, I always love a good splash, and I love the Mako character. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going at this point when I'm reading it, and I'm like, fuck, that's cool.
2: Look at him bursting out of the goddamn stall, like the stall doors coming down and stuff. Yeah,
1: the little hinge flying. Mm-hmm. And so just the, the cloth just bursting off him. It's pretty cool. Love it. Action lines. I love that. Love it.
2: Um, Malcolm comes home. Uh, the kids. Talk about,
1: look, just real quick, just the, the cartooning and stuff, just how he's shading in, like, the tile floors and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just good, good stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. Listen, fucking regardless of how you feel about Mako or Blood or whatever, kick-ass art. <laughs> Super awesome. Um, I love Paul's reaction to seeing Malcolm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Or Malcolm's reaction to seeing Paul.
2: <laughs> Wait, you had Paul watch the kids? It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Major, you're not my real dad energy.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're
2: not my real dad.
1: So, answer me this. Did I miss something or has it not been spelled out yet? Does Paul not have regenerative powers and not know about it? I thought he was a chosen one, too. No, no his
0: whole that's the situation. Thing, we is, didn't know. Yeah, his whole situation is different. Yeah,
1: he was beamed into the body of uh, what's his name, right? Uh,
2: William Johnson.
1: William Johnson. So but, he's and he was separated by T from William Johnson's body.
2: But it doesn't mean that he's a Krillian.
0: No, he's he's something else. He's are a, you sure? I thought he was fit. a Krillian he's, that he's, was beamed well, into. You're also assuming that Krillians in his dimension are the same, and chosen yeah. ones are the same, which aren't. They are not.
2: Yeah clearly they're not yeah, or
1: like
0: or simply paul has never been injured to the point where he is needed to be right
1: injured. that's what i'm wondering if he's just never been injured to realize that he can regenerate I mean, is like that, that. that but i that, find that hard to that believe
0: that is possible because paul kind of seems to come from a more four color universe yeah i mean
1: yeah but even if you cut yourself i mean we've all cut ourselves and if he healed within like seconds like
2: well that's the thing is paul is like it never healed in seconds though when paul sees malcolm he shits bricks so like paul has no idea that a regeneration thing is even a thing because for him it's not a thing
1: well that's what i'm asking is it a thing and he just doesn't know because he's never gotten into like a major battle where he's lost a limb
2: I think it's not a thing because it just he was never had that much trouble.
1: So, did, yeah, his... it'll be it'll be interesting to see. So
0: did Paul debrief with the comic guys because apparently his Dimension X adventures were written into the comic last issue? All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, a hey, man meta jokes don't have to come on now you you going to get that picky meta joke? Well, he
1: knows, maybe. he knows about the comic too, because remember, was it two fifty one when they're sitting in the picnic table and talking about it? So
2: you can also assume oh, that sure, the editors right. of seven, you know, Maxine makes the joke that like good thing Paul was around. Otherwise there wouldn't have been much action to fill the issue. Yeah. And so right. you got to think that like, you know, if there was no ma if Malcolm was on ice, like the editors would probably be like, Yo bro, like Paul. Like, we can't up? come up
1: with any ideas. We need something. <laughs>
2: right. Give us something, Paul. So you gotta come on. You gotta the Unless something
1: thing. happens in real life, we can't make anything up. <laughs> right. Well, I guess it is more of a bio anyway, so yeah, it's fine. It's like, come on Malcolm, we're expecting something. Can you go punch somebody? I'm okay with it. I love I love how Eric does make it a point to show Christmas every year.
2: Yeah, dude. And has
1: the Christmas sweaters and stuff.
2: Does not. Man does not miss a Christmas. I thought. I
1: know. It's something funny about that, I think.
2: I thought all we were going to get this year was Barry's Christmas tree. How wrong I was. (laughs) A whole Christmas issue, dude. (laughs) Right. Season's beatings from Mako.
0: Um.
1: So, I don't know. And it's not Barry. Barry's battle dragon.
2: Whatever, Billy. You know, if you knew I meant Billy, <laughs> then if if Billy you know, is if Barry's
1: you know what... son, dude, I don't want to be called out by the listeners. I'm <laughs> no, terrified these days.
0: They don't write. So Angel's tougher than I thought. Taking a punch from Mako. I mean, that's a that's a well from a Mako, Shark Man. Because that, well, that, at
1: first he might not know his powers.
0: I mean, hope maybe that's what it is. But that was definitely seems more like a dart, pathing punch. Well, remember that he's she's uh, Battle Girl though. She, yeah, yeah, but she's stronger than Dragon. Yeah, but it does but we've established that she is vulnerable to sharp objects, so she doesn't have any invulnerability at all. Well, it's not but like she's he's sharp objecting her. She's punching.
1: on the cover. Of uh, Savage Dragon coming getting punched in the head by Mako and with her glasses breaking. I, I won't get
0: into my confusion over her vulnerabilities to sharp objects today.
2: But there's no sharp. <laughs> she's getting punched. It doesn't.
0: I'm sorry. I, I, like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to get into this conversation again. A fist is blunt force. It's not a cut. It doesn't make any sense. If I stab you with even
2: a small knife, it's different than if I punch you.
0: I it, when superhuman powers are involved, I disagree.
2: They're both superhuman. You should be
0: able to flex your freaking muscle and snap that blade in half. <laughs> nope, That's just
2: a suit. That'd be like two normal people punching each other at that point. And we've established that Angel or Smasher are stronger than Dragon. So her taking that punch, why is that a shock? You're di- you're hurting your own blood theories. You're hurting your own blood theories. Why is this a shock? A punch is like a cut. I can't believe it.
0: I'm just saying, if you could take the force of that blow, a blade, Uh a metal blade would be nothing. Mm. The, the, The metal itself would fail before it could penetrate you, is what I'm saying. You know, I what I love
2: g- that, dude. you know what I'm going to ask is, how are they planning on getting fucking Mako's blood back at that point? Well, that's the
0: weird thing here is that he says, we don't want to shoot you with freakout darts, Bannon, but we want Mako's blood back. So what, he took all of Mako's blood? I just thought he took a little tiny vial of Mako's blood. They got Mako in a tank. And if they, I guess if they shoot him with freakout, they lose the Mako blood like shark component, but don't, I guess...
1: That's all. Don't they have the body of Mako? Yeah, don't still? they
0: have more blood? Why do they need his blood?
2: Yeah, I'll, I I'll, we'll I'll let out. you. I'll let you concede. Yeah, we'll find out. But that's one thing that hit me as a little odd. I will. I will totally cop to that. Because at that point, once Mako's blood has transmogrified him, don't you think that like wait
1: has what what transmogrify
0: heard transmogrify? No, somebody doesn't needs to read catch up on his Calvin and Hobbes. Fake fan. We just caught a fake fan. fan. Damn it. Caught a fake fan live on the air. done.
1: I'm out. I'm out.
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Transmogrifying is what happens at the transmogrifier.
1: You can transmogrify my balls.
0: (laughs) R.I.P. Craig's street
2: cred. (laughs) (laughs) 2021. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P.
1: That's it, man. I'm going to. As my payback, I'm going to have to have a a list of 20 professional artists that Jim's going to have to pronounce their names.
2: <laughs> Keep that in mind. Next time there's a quiz. Cause that is an <laughs> awesome, that is an awesome victory. Um, I like this escape scene guys. I mean, I don't think we're focusing enough on the awesome action at hand too. Like again, I just love this dude just pumps himself up with Mako blood and's like, get bent losers. <laughs> just escapes into the water.
1: So they know his name. They know who he is.
2: Yeah, he's Millhouse Bannon. We get that full name in a minute. But at this point, but how
1: do these guys know? At this point, basically, this fucking shark guy just jumps out, and they know it's him.
2: Um, they said you it tell by could, his pants. They can say thirty three thirties. Well, like you know, he's the only man, janitor. You got <laughs> <laughs> to
1: excuse me, janitor. Yes, scientist. <laughs>
2: you got to assume that they like were running security protocols and shit i mean it's bill Co. yeah they're quick they're quick yeah dude it's mako's blood it's precious like I,
1: he was in that in that lab for a while for uh you know uh, amy to i mean angel to to catch up with him i'm just being a dick. all right let's go <laughs> speed lines are cool
2: uh, Lorch is fucking hilarious. I never get tired of it. I never get tired of it, and the, like the way the sperm is like shooting out.
1: Dude, I totally thought Eric was putting this behind him for a bit. We hadn't seen it in a while, and I'm like, all right, he's through this phase. Nope.
0: It's yeah, funny. I never, I did
1: not think that at all.
0: No, me, we were seeing way too many uh, crotch shots for that to be the case. <laughs>
2: And also, please never dial it down. Never dial it back. Do your thing. <laughs> Do your thing, pimpin'. I don't read. He's holding Dragon.
1: little action figure, Malcolm.
2: Yeah, oh, I, I, guess, I get yeah, what you're
1: saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. That is not. not it, it is well, fine. I'm just Malcolm's lucky old... he didn't paste your head into the ceiling. Dump. <laughs> I like
2: how when Malcolm orgasms, he's like fucking back arched. <laughs>
1: Butt flex.
0: Was, back arched. And well, that's why he's bro. holding on, because his butt flexes would put him through the roof. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, the butt flex. And also, too, Maxine, like, just sitting in his hand, like him catching her. Dude, that <laughs> panel is so fucking funny. <laughs> the, way, the way her arms are.
1: Yeah, Maxine looks way better with long hair, like that last panel. Yeah. She doesn't look like some underage girl everyone complains about.
2: I really hope that people shut the fuck up about that, dude. Goddamn! If you look at Maxine and think she looks like a child, you're a fucking weirdo.
1: I think it's between that and the schoolgirl outfit, and he's kind of getting away from that.
2: Tyrone about to catch him, man. Guys, I can't believe these two don't have a lock on their door kids are going to grow up traumatized
0: because why because mommy keeps getting thrown in the wall
1: yeah <laughs> just launched with massive puddles of jizz massive loads <laughs> so gross that room's gotta be so gross the smell <laughs> <laughs> just go in and, mom dad what's
0: that fucking smell it's like, how it comes to this. what is... was that noise? What was that loud noise? <laughs> Their carpet looks
2: like a crispy cream donut that's sat out too long. Oh,
1: just glazed.
2: <laughs> just, just like the cracks, you <laughs> know.
1: Hot fresh.
2: Um, can I tell you guys the biggest shocker of the next page wasn't fucking Millhouse. Dick Tasty. It was Dick Tasty. What the fuck? didn't he brain frank and he's just
0: sitting there well yeah that's <laughs> how it works yeah is is that how it works yeah yeah
1: you shut your mouth your, cops you won't have a it. job
0: your
2: co fucking pistol whips the brains out of you and then you're just fucking walking around work hey dick
0: hey frank well, that's the thing i guess frank is still a cop i actually didn't think that was the case
1: yeah
2: i'm just saying goddamn like how can they get along
1: so, what do you guys think?
2: It is time to talk about it.
1: <laughs> it's it's come to this. Wait, wait. It's talk
2: about what? This.
0: The executioner. Oh, him. I think Benedict Middle. See, that's a fun callback. Eric doesn't doesn't often do stuff like this. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Where a bit background character comes back as a threat. Right? Especially if you was- I think
1: being a background character is almost too generous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I'm going to go ahead cuz I know where you guys are going. No, you know what?
1: I'm going to let We know I'm
2: predictable. We know I'm happy with it, but I'll go into why later. But you know what? Let's let's hear uh, some voices of dissent on the executioner. What are you talking about? As in how, do, how
1: I don't think it? Jim's got any dissent. I think he likes I...
0: it. Oh, see. So you're cool? Yeah. Fine. Why? What, what's the? Are what, we on the same team? Right, I right, don't understand. Let voice why, my why, dissent. Why? What is your take on this? Well oh, uh, I love. For it.
1: me, can, can I? Can I uh, interject then?
2: Time to humiliate yourself, Olsen, with your bad opinions. <laughs> with your
1: bad opinions, go. <laughs> Fucking the executioner. Oh, that guy. The guy I've only seen from the neck down in one splash page. Oh, that guy. That's exciting. <laughs>
0: Oh, so uh, Craig. Thank, you...
1: Thankfully, the flashback you show his face in it because I would have only known him as the Punisher T-shirt guy from one panel on issue 200. Oh, so,
0: Craig, you are uh, salty about this. Craig's salty. Yeah, the ex- yeah. T-shirt. I, I might. Yes. I might. I like it because I like how it's a callback, but I'm primarily indifferent about it. And I am um, positive. So we're getting. all I would three. like a
1: callback, but man. Make it some guy that we've seen for a dozen issues. That's always there's plenty of guys mm-hmm. that have always been around that have just always been in the background and never had any dialogue or anything. You're giving me a guy who all I've seen is his t shirt. Like, if you look at that panel with that, that flashback panel or whatever that is, the picture. Mm-hmm. Is that what? It, what is it? It's on a, computer, a, it's a screen? computer
2: screen. Yeah, like yeah. she's like recognize him, and it's a computer. The screen.
1: actual issue two hundred doesn't even show his face. It's just his shirt. I mean, I, the play on the name is funny. You know, the executioner versus the punisher. Right. Um, I didn't know that. Good I, job. I get what's going here on here, but I just think, man, this could have been set up a lot better. Like it would have been so much more impactful Ooh. if it was a vicious circle goon that had a little bit of a background so much more impactful to me
2: so like, i did want to throw give this me out any here
1: one of those me. guys that don't get enough attention and they could have played this role
2: so i did want to throw this out here and again i'm this is not me saying my view yet um so uh question uh out of the i know you just said that you would rather that it was uh, a vc guy that just give him a chance to be more fleshed out but uh did you feel in any way like did you wish that it was any of those like random dudes that we guessed like you know uh Basilisk's cock or no or no you Did like, we guess that? I did. We guessed a lot of di- a lot of different. We I... we had just for the listener Didn't we have like dart as for who cuz okay yeah, so basically
1: I would have I would have wished most anything other than this kind of no name guy. I felt like would have been a better story.
0: I or I I feel like
1: there's nothing. Didn't want to be uh, Mako like,
0: at all. Uh-huh. I wanted to be something more interesting than Mako. Uh-huh. Mhm. Uh the fact that it's a phony Mako is actually worse in my opinion.
2: Worse like The fact that
0: he's the executioner is irrelevant. The fact that he's not Mako is worse worse bad or worse, like, is a worse Mako? It's or like, just what? not cool or fun or... It's just some rando. Oh, I, I can't wait to say my stuff. <laughs> um, Keep going. Keep going. I guess, like, like, you brought this up earlier, but, like, f- a fun idea would have been, like, Abner Cadaver's back, but he's got Mako's body stitched together. Or... Mm-hmm. Literally, Dart, Shart, or even Billy—I don't know. I, but I thought bas I thought th- Dick just made the most sense because the cover has kind of a round, a round no. c- circular shape. To-
2: I did legitimately think that it was going to be
0: Basileus,
1: and cop. he is, you know, <laughs>
0: dead. So
1: you guys out of your mind, out of your goddamn mind.
0: And you know, Basilisk Dick has history, right?
1: Sure. Out of your goddamn mind.
2: <laughs> um may- I
1: can I just say mm-hmm. I think they are building up something with making they keep stating he's a serial killer or not, I don't know if they yes, keep stating it, but they state he's a serial killer. Well, there's yeah. that, yes. So I mean and then- is yeah. this kinda like, like venom versus carnage type thing? There's that, you know, like is this gonna be Mako on steroids? So you here's know? the
2: thing. Okay,
1: allow but me there's oh. no build up.
2: Well, allow me to throw it in. Okay, I mean, so there here's was the no build-up last throw issue it in, Dark Throw got it in. Throw
1: it
0: in. So here's the thing. All what, right. Wait,
1: what's that, Jim? I said Sorry, I there was I no build-up
0: last issue when Dark got
1: shot. But I think that kind of worked because it was like a shock surprise, you know? Like you were expecting a build-up. This, I just feel like, I don't know. So Give me Ma- some scenes of this guy being a vicious murderer to, to be like, Oh, shit, he's Mako now? Like, oh, my God, this guy's fucking brutal. So here's the thing. Allow me if I may to shed or make my I'm case, trying, but I can't shut up. No,
2: no, it's fine. Allow me to make a case for why this is actually awesome. So check it out. We did all kinds of speculating last time. For listeners who maybe didn't hear the last episode, we thought that it was maybe Dart. Okay, because the big big mystery was Malcolm looking into the reader's face saying, Oh, you, but you're dead. So we were like, all right, well, Mako is dead. Dart was dead. At that point, it was Basilisk's cock. I legitimately thought could be... I never, never. Dude, I thought it could be the surprise, though, right? I think your more normal choices would have been Dart or Mako. And I thought right. that your twist choice would have been Basilisk's Cock, right? You're going to thought Eric's going to go for the twist choice, right? And I literally, I literally thought it was going to be it. And I thought it was going to be a one off. And then I thought the rest of the issue was going to have nothing to do with the cover, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, when I realize that what we have here is we have the setup for a potentially. Um, it's cool because he is a returning visual, but he is not really, I mean, a returning visual is Mako is what I'm saying. So yeah, he's okay. okay. So yeah, he's a returning visual and I like the visual of Mako in Savage Uh Dragon with death. I know that like, we're like, Oh, it always moves forward. But in reality, you have some returning visuals. You have like Dart and, you know, coming back and you have like, uh, you know, the visual return of like, uh, here's a character who's like dressing like this character or whatever else. And so it's like, okay, this is the visual of Mako returning. I'm actually happy that Mako didn't come back because I don't like seeing dead characters come back. Um, It's
1: basically like Paul Dragon.
2: Well, the thing is, is, yeah, it's like a returning visual without having to actually move the book like backwards. So what's cool Mm -hmm. about the executioner to me is that you get to have your cake and eat it, too. Here's Mako's visual returning. However, what I think is neat about this is this is a guy where he has room. Now, again, we'll see if he delivers. There's no they don't. Eric doesn't do anything with it in this issue, so it could totally suck. Nothing might be done with it, who knows? But where he has a chance to do something really cool and interesting is this guy, when they call him a serial killer, bro, you fucking, we've all watched serial killer documentaries. There's some of the most depraved sociopaths in the fucking world. They do weird, sick shit, they feel no emotions, They don't have, like, the ability, like, you and me, to have empathy. They just don't understand. And I'm just saying, like, we've seen what a good psycho he wrote with Dart. Like, Dart was a psycho. She didn't feel emotions. She was just fucking nuts, right? I think this Mm -hmm. is a cool chance if he leans into the serial killer element. Like, what if this fucking guy is, like, leaving trophies or clues? Because he's a blank slate at this point... I get where you guys are maybe saying, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a character that was a reveal that was built to, but to me, we could have a really strong-as-fuck new character being introduced. Yeah. Potentially. And I could be wrong. Like, this could all fizzle out and nothing fucking happened. But for me, when I found out that I was wrong about all our speculation... That it wasn't fucking Mako, it wasn't Dart, it wasn't basilisk cock. I admit that, like, the callback to 200, and it was like, wow, I mean, you know, it's not even really, it could have just been a character that wasn't in the book at all, right? But technically, yeah. this means that this new Mako actually has a history with Angel and Malcolm. So, without having to... Do the slow build of having this new Mako just have a history with them? You get a malcolm angel slash style character like in their era. this plants this the executioner Mako in Malcolm and uh, Angel's era, and he's got a reason. To have a fucking, like, go at them. Because he's kind of, like, in their league, too. Who knows what kind of sick shit he's going to get up to. Plus, one last thing. Can I just say this? Picture, if go you ahead. will, Mako in a Punisher t-shirt. You telling mm-hmm. me that's not a sweet visual?
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, for me, I just, where where I think the, he kind of missed the boat was, again, I feel like... The Eric of 20 years ago maybe would have set it up with a couple of pages here and there of this vicious circle goon just, like, murdering people, like, gruesomely, you know? And you'd be like, fuck, this guy's crazy, you know? And him being like, wait till I get my hands on Malcolm or Angel or whatever, and then you see him get dusted with a freak out, and then you don't hear about him for a while. And then how much more would this reveal be when it's like, oh, shit, was that guy? You know, that guy's a fucking psychopath rather than just a panel of them being like, Oh yeah, he's a mass murderer or whatever. Like, I feel like that would have been more impactful, more buy-in, more shock value, but I can see it working. I just, again, I I miss the long setups.
2: Fair enough. I can't say anything against like that. I mean, if you want, if this, I don't know if it would have been more or less impactful. For me personally, I kind of like I mean, that it came out of nowhere, but also didn't really come out of nowhere. But I get what you're saying.
1: It, to me, it's more impactful when you're like, oh, fuck, I, that guy, you know, rather than like, wait, who's this guy? I got to go open up my 200 and see where he is. And I open it up and it's like, oh, his shirt appeared on a panel. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, and then make him change to Mako, but have him have a little bit of a different look, kind of like what Carnage was to Venom. You know, give him red eyes or a scar over his eye or something different. You know, make him a fucking hammerhead or something. I don't know. But anyway, I understand what you're saying, though, the callback, the visual. I feel like we did. We just got that with Paul. Um, what I was really hoping for was it was Mako from paul's dimension right i thought that would have been cool. i mean that does I
2: play love, in yeah i love that that fake out is used in this I, issue. Yeah. it almost feels yeah, like that exactly. it
0: almost does feel like that fake out was like the entire reason this story happens yeah so that you could have
2: Well, plus two like i said the cool thing about this is that you know paul had a very very legitimate reason to be like oh shit dude mako mako's here and so it kind of yeah, like the same
1: time at the same time knowing that there's so many multiverses or universes what makes him think that that's his friend
2: well cause he made it to this universe yeah he's like well shit if I made it like Mako like must have made it too
1: huh. right
2: plus it plays into his character he's desperate for connections and he's striking out everywhere he goes so he hears a familiar name and lights up he like
0: said he's had the most luck with the person who doesn't even uh, wasn't even in his old universe. <laughs> yeah, literally lucky.
1: <laughs> well, both Malcolm and Alex. Well, no, yeah, Malcolm true. Malcolm
0: d- doesn't seem to stand the guy. Well, I don't
1: know about that. He's letting
0: but... him watch his kids. <laughs> he's not, well, he's not <laughs> letting him watch his kids. He's shocked that he is
1: watching his kids. <laughs> yeah. He
0: finds it kind of creepy.
1: And this kind of goes into this next page. Uh, oh, hey, Paul, be nice, curtain rod.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't howdy think howdy i don't think malcolm, i personally don't think malcolm likes paul very much or that's a great dynamic
2: dude if they just loved each other right off the bat that to me would have been a bigger fail than to have them have this strained relationship
1: it's good writing though it makes sense yeah you know if your dead father doesn't quite look like your father yeah. came back to life <laughs> right. like how would you react all of a sudden is like hanging out with you all the time
2: Dude, Alex is the far more weirder thing where she's just like any green dick. I don't care. Like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Close Close enough. (laughs) Close (laughs) enough. Let's go. You want this beeve almost, Dragon? Cool.
1: The smaller fin's actually less annoying.
2: (laughs) It's not hitting her in the face all the time. Not
1: hitting her stomach.
2: (laughs) Sicko, sicko Craig. Um... This is a cute page. I like the, uh, you know, Maddie, trying to find like the package that's hers.
1: Yeah, and Amy's got the little uh, kind of Hobbs uh, stuffy. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, the, the the stuffed tiger. So good, dude. I love the little like wrapping paper details and stuff. Just fun. Although it is yeah little
0: it is a little weird. Jack is calling Paul Grandpa.
2: Well, it's, you know, kids, dude. I called a random, I used to go to a laundromat as a kid, and, like, there was a fucking guy that changed the, like, soda in the soda machine all the time. And, and I called, called him dad. Him, I called him uncle. <laughs> what? I, dad. dad. Yeah, and, and I was like, <laughs> uncle, uncle. And they were like, my mom was like, nah, they just, you know, they like anybody. <laughs> I remember, I have a memory of my mom being like, the guy's like, what the, uncle, what the fuck? You're just saying kids are weird
1: kids say the darndest things
2: great body language and cartooning though like on all of this like this whole page yeah so the other thing again the other reason why i like this guy executioner is i think that he's got an interesting dynamic where he is not 100 percent down with the vc he feels abandoned by them in chicago and it's kind of puts him in a position where if he wasn't a serial killer, like who the fuck knows, but like if he wasn't a serial killer, he could potentially become a good Mako. But I'm just saying like, who um, knows? Dude?
0: Not, not anymore. There's a lot of bodies on this pier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, you know,
2: that, that window's gone, but I'm just saying like, he's going to be in a weird position anyway. Cause clearly he wants to fight the whole fucking VC.
0: Yeah, this appear- so this appears to be his entire premise, is he got Mako's power so he can go beat up the VC. Yeah, which is nuts as fuck if you think, because
2: he doesn't know Dart's dead.
0: It's true. And also, the VC's quite vulnerable. Would it be crazy if he did become the leader of the VC uh, very soon?
2: <laughs> A serial killer Mako is the new leader of the VC? Holy shit, dude.
0: Um, But, uh, of course, he's down there causing trouble, and uh, Malcolm gets the call, but it's Christmas, and as we all said, Paul's desperate to make any connection, and so because (laughs) things are so unclear, he decides that it's possible that Mako is returned from his dimension and is a good guy, so he's going to go down there and talk to him, and this is a great idea that everyone's on board for.
2: Can I just tell you that the minute I read this, I was like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, we all knew Paul was going to have a rough time of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Before we leave this page,
2: I think that there's always like Eric's really great for like little characterization and like all kinds of moments.
1: You can talk about Tyrone.
2: Uh, Tyrone is good. I do love Tyrone reading, which makes sense. It's cool. His parents right. are leaning in it but check out my man Jack on that skateboard. He's going to break his oh, neck. Please let that carry on into his adulthood. I'm just saying that No, it's,
1: yeah, it's characterization though, really. I mean, Tyrone now has been, keeps getting portrayed as like the reader, kind of nerdish guy. Smarter. And oh, Jack, Jack will be the more adventurous. Action
2: Jackson, baby. Can you imagine him just shredding on a fucking like, <laughs> Oh, dude, it's so good any rate i just love that little detail yeah let me ask you guys were you worried for paul because uh, i, I yeah, was like oh, I, th- shit. I, thought,
1: I did think he was gonna get paffed uh, <laughs> yeah i didn't think he was gonna die but i kind of assumed he was gonna get his ass kicked i thought he might get killed but i be- can't imagine they they just he hadn't done enough with him yet that would be
2: why it'd be shocking it'd be like oh god damn dude right yeah, I thought he was going to get fucking greased. I was like, oh, no, dude, Paul.
1: <laughs> Don't
2: do it. That's a great Mako in the snow. Like, just the like, pants more shredded than ever.
1: Yeah, the the cars on fire in the background. It's great. Cop cars or whatever. Really just sells
2: him as a badass, dude, because he's just fucking rampaging. I mean, he's just, like, going
0: nuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Paul is such a doofus. <laughs> It's okay. Rico, it's me, Dragon. Ev- I'm here, too.
0: Everything's going to be okay. <laughs>
1: Fuck you! <laughs> Look, I know how disorienting it this can be. It's so disorienting that you just destroy cars and fucking kill people.
2: <laughs> He's desperate, bro. He's just so desperate. Oh, Paul. <laughs> desperate, desperate Paul.
1: Fuck you, Ram.
2: Um, can I say that I have legitimately seen Eric uh, champion cashews as stuffing on uh, Twitter and stuff?
1: No, he does. He loves it. He Loves it. Sounds yeah. divine. I love he cashews. Def- he's he's definitely like repeated this over the years. Yeah, that is a thing that I actually know for sure. It's like this man
2: loves cashew stuffing. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like it almost was mentioned before, but maybe it's just been on social media.
2: Social media 100% dude
1: um, did, did you guys Notice Maxine's uh, Oven mitten Yes dude
2: thank you <laughs> Too good Santa's little hoe Is it little or favorite Favorite Santa's favorite. That's even better dude That's fucking hilarious Yep
1: Just giving, giving a, Malcolm a whole eye full
2: mm-hmm. She gave him the old pink wink
1: <laughs> or the high brown eye.
2: Mm hmm. Too funny. Too funny. Um, yeah, then they're doing the uh, Zoom call Christmas with uh, Frank and Angel. And what's their kid's name, Craig, who knows all the names?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It's Little Angel. But at any rate, yep. Uh, they're doing the Zoom call Christmas and uh, this is when uh, Malcolm gets the bad news. Hey, uh, you know your fake dad? You sent him to die on Christmas. Serial killer Mako. He's on the loose. You gotta get there, Malcolm. You gotta stop him. So, shit, dude. <laughs> he rolls out to just save old man Paul. Takes off. <laughs> yeah, just runs out. And Paul, not doing good. Not doing good against Mako.
0: Brakathun. Pretty classic dragon pose though. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That hopping over the bursting wall thing, he's done that before. Mm-hmm.
2: This new Mako dude is just like just seems like a goddamn brute. Like well, you said, Craig, Mako is definitely one of the like most fearsome like fucking dragon guys.
1: Now you got a freaking serial killer, but. I mean, how much different is that than the original Mako? The original Mako was pretty brutal. There's definitely scenes where he's, fought, especially in the beginning of the series, mm-hmm. where he's I think, killing a lot, so like, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Like
2: so when you talk about like serial killers, like the thing is, like he's rampaging here in this moment, but like when you think about serial killers, like any of those shows, I think just the main thing is this the derangement
1: yeah, maybe there's mass killers and serial killers, serial killers are more deranged or something.
2: Well, I don't know. They're just deranged. Like they have de- they have those tendencies. Like serial ki- mass killers could be like, I don't know, you fucking go shoot up a school or something.
1: Or you, you you yeah, a bomb or something. Yeah, a
2: bomb. You're a mass killer if you like blow up a bomb or something, but like a serial killer like picks a victim and stalks them and like learns their yeah. habits and crazy shit. So I mean, I just expect some crazy
1: shit from this guy. <laughs> But isn't isn't that what like um wasn't that what um what do you call it uh Venom's uh, guy what's his oh, name he, Carnage oh, Isn't oh, that what he was kind Cassidy.
0: of Cassidy
2: like? I just don't know enough about him to know
0: Yes he was a serial killer
2: Did he do things like that Was he like well, serial when he was a human he, he did beard.
1: But
0: when he became Carnage he basically just slaughtered people.
1: But he was like insane. Like Venom was a like a bad guy, but Carnage was like considered the like an insane he bad insane. guy, which is even more the dangerous. The thing
0: about Carnage was that when he bonded with this symbiote, uh, he, he was so crazy that he referred to himself as uh, I instead of us. Basically, he integrated with it more than Venom did because Venom always called yeah. himself we.
1: But the, But the concept was that he was just like. You know, he was he's a, so out of he his was a mind. killer. He's so much more dangerous. He, he
0: basically once he was given the power to kill, he just killed indiscriminately.
1: Right. Lame. So I'm wondering is that is this what we're going to see?
2: Lame to me. Lame. If you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna have serial killer brains, because the thing is, is like their brains are fucked, dude. Like they have fucked brains. Like they think in weird fucked ways. Dart acted like a serial killer, right? With the weird shit she did, and so to me, like I don't want to see this guy just be a berserker, Mako. Or to me, that's like you didn't deliver on the serial killer thing. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: But I feel like this Mako might not have a conscience. Like, he doesn't have any real goals other than to take out his vengeance by just being a mass murderer type killer. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it is lame. But I, it could be interesting to me. I agree, I I agree with like Raven. It's, he's hard to stop. I agree
0: with Raven. It's a little bit lame that he's just kind of slaughtering people in a in a huge display of power. Um I get I get this in this
2: moment, but I'm saying like down the road. Yeah. Like down the road I don't want to see him just be a berserker. Otherwise like he's no different than Mako, is all.
1: So So from what I'm getting is he Lost his powers to freak out, so he desperately wants his powers back, and at the same time, he wants to take out his vengeance on the vicious I, circle. I think at this point, getting yeah.
0: getting revenge on the vicious circle is actually more of a priority. That's why he did what he did. Right. It, it oh, it, getting powers is secondary to getting his revenge, because he feels slighted. Right. Because he was abandoned.
2: Um, I know we've not been doing our usual like art appreciation. Can I just say though, goddamn Mako, like uh, like gripping onto Paul's arm and then like ripping it off.
0: Ooh, yeah, it's so pretty good.
2: good. Oh, it's so good, dude! And the small fin—I got no problems with it. I think he's coming to his own on it. Yeah, it's really got cons- the whole strip. Yeah, it's consistent Shrip. and consistently good. And then our boy Malcolm with the power punch. Yeah. <laughs> so good, dude. I love that he's using the electricity.
1: I love when Mako gets punched and like the teeth go flying. It's okay. They grow back. It's a great visual. <laughs> yeah. They do. But I mean, it's it's a cool visual with Mako that when, whenever that happens, that it always gets little chunks of shark teeth all over the place.
2: Like, acrobatic, like, uh, Malcolm's sort of like acrobatic, kind of like, you know, like he gets charged and just flips him over. So good, dude. And then, did anyone else kind of find like Mako like chewing on Malcolm's arm just a little funny? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. I love it. Scrunch. Oh, it's good, dude. I love it. That
1: panel of him getting blasted with the electricity. Yes! cool as shit.
2: Yes! Can we talk for just a moment about like Mako's goddamn power levels dude like off the charts like he just beat the shit out of Angel swims to fucking Canada, beats the shit out of fucking Paul, beats the shit out of fucking uh, Malcolm gets fucking like we later learn was a maximum voltage blast and just gets up like, God damn, dude. Talk about like we were talking about rogue warrior and like what a serious threat he is. Can I just say That's that what I'm saying I think yeah. Faco here is
1: Faco. Yep.
0: Well, there's <laughs> like, the name. <laughs> Shart and Faco. <laughs> yep.
2: I think Faco here is rogue warrior level powerful, dude. He's strong as a motherfucker. I'm sorry. I can't not be excited when there's powerful enemies. Malcolm's just been greasing guys fucking his whole career. And all of a sudden you've got like legitimate threats. Like have appeared, you know, like we've, we've established right here that he can pour the entirety of his electricity into fucking Mako. And he's just going to get back up. Fake it. So yeah, I'm hype dude. I'm sorry. I know that, like, you wanted it to have more buildup, but to me, this was just a hell of a first, like, appearance for this guy. Just the brawling, dude. He just, like, brutal. He clowned all the three leads of this book, basically. Like, if he had, like, beat the fuck out of Captain Tootsie, he had been perfect. <laughs> just Just slapping everybody around, dude.
1: <laughs> so, Paul is bitten by Mako, though. Right. What does that mean for him? Nothing.
2: That's the interesting thing. Like, that's the thing. So, like, I want you guys to get into it. Like, didn't you say? <laughs> Jim's
1: so sure. He goes, nothing. Nothing.
2: Well, didn't you guys have a little, like, you were talking about how, like, you had issues with the whole, like, who sometimes people become shark people. Right. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. My thing well, on no. that is I wanted to.
0: It's Dart stabbed Mako when she got bit, which meant there was blood mingle in between them okay whereas mako biting dragon here or paul here
1: so it's not the saliva it's the blood that's my assumption
0: of course my question is why did dart get the ability to transform back and forth and kind of be able to keep her own appearance whereas this guy just turned into mako
1: well you don't know that maybe he just hasn't turned back yet but
0: yeah dart still retained like her appearance as a shark person.
1: And maybe he got more of the blood. I mean, I guess yeah, that could be. cheated.
2: Yeah. See? My thing, the only thing I was going to contribute to it and I was just excited to throw it out there is that I thought that kind of like if you're fudgy-wudgy on like, you know, cuz we talked about a long many fin casts ago, we talked about how getting mauled by a shark at ground zero would turn you into a shark man to begin with. I
0: mean, that's just science. right well to
2: me it's like werewolf attacks like the thing is is if a werewolf attacks you like you might just fucking die or you might become a werewolf like it's kind of random so I think that like something you could potentially see weird and cool too is if there were like more random shark people like what if Paul fucking
0: becomes like a shark man (laughs) wouldn't that be weird I am actually thrilled that he got his arm ripped off and I hope that sticks. Why? Because I think Dragon's historic problem is that Dragon mm-hmm. is too charismatic and steals the spotlight from Malcolm. So Paul is
2: not charismatic. Eh,
0: I mean. Eh. So if
1: you make him grizzled old well, man, well, no,
2: over you an arm. rip
0: his arm off and you make him less capable. It means Mal- he, he can't pick up the Malcolm slack.
2: So what's but, funny is he's already less capable. Clearly,
0: yeah.
1: Five years from now, he's just gonna be a torso,
2: <laughs> just a head on a stick. I mean, he's probably talking.
0: just not gonna do the superhero thing anymore now that he's one armed. Well, you don't think he's gonna like maybe get healing powers from shark? I blood? fucking hope not. I really. Maybe fucking, he does and doesn't know. I seriously fucking hope not, dude. I can't wait. If that's what happens, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> and
1: you then pray. they do freak out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he – that's why I was getting at earlier. Maybe he does have regenerative powers, and this has never happened to him before. I mean, that's possible,
0: oh, yeah. but I really hope it's not the case because that would be really, really, really well,
1: predict- he's got, predictable. See, this is
2: – so this is the interesting thing with Paul.
1: So, just give him a cable arm?
2: I mean, dude, we just literally talked about, like, neighbor Craig just getting a fucking Rob Liefeld arm. I mean, honest to God, like, there's a, so many – one of the reasons why i'm not like oh man is this to me this issue did the dragon thing where it went in a lot of crazy directions and really i don't know like what could happen next so that's all i ever ask for right i just don't want to know what's going to happen next i don't want shit to feel predictable and so i never saw this fucking executioner angle and i never saw like paul getting fucking mutilated and now I don't know what the fuck's going to happen to Paul. Is he going to get fucking robot arms? Is he going to learn that he actually can heal? And like, maybe it's slow and shitty or like, I don't know what's going to happen and it's cool. I love it. That's where I want to be. No comment or not. <laughs> Leave me out to hang.
1: Um, For me, I thought it was an okay issue. Not, not my favorite. And I think what makes it worse for me is that I felt like the two previous issues were so fucking amazingly bonkers Mm -hmm. that I felt like this one kind of knocked the wind out a little bit. Like I was just like, "Eh." I don't know. It just seemed like Malcolm's back and fine. And it, it was not, you know, it really wasn't as bad as I guess it seemed in terms of his injury. Uh, I was all hyped up on this Mako thing and it really didn't turn out the way I wanted. It, it still could be cool, but I don't know. I was just a little let down by the big reveal of who it was. I thought that was going to be something pretty cool. Um, and so I don't know. I, I was just, I was a little bored by the Mako fight, to be honest. Really? I saw things that we'd kind of seen. Yeah. Yeah. Re- I think, like I said, I don't want to keep, be on no, a dead horse it would have felt more i would have been more invested if it would mako was a character that i that was built up and so i'm like all right here's like you said fako it's not real mako so i'm like eh, okay i'm you know it's not like oh yeah fucking favorite villain's back it's some guy as mako but not really and his motivation is that he's pissed off at the vicious circle for what
2: for leaving him behind.
1: Know. Yeah, I know. But it's just like, eh. So, yeah, basically, good action, good art. Um, Not my favorite issue. And I think it's amplified because the previous issues were so damn good. Sure.
2: I mean, of course. And, you know, hey, look, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the previous two issues were stronger, in my opinion. Like, absolutely, they were. I just wasn't really let down. I still think this was a solid... Like, to me, even when Dragon is like a 7 for Dragon, it's still like a fucking 10 compared to, like, the other comics I buy. So, I get what you're saying. I just think it's still a ass, Jim, I need your deep dive. What are you feeling, man?
0: Uh, It is, you know, it's a pretty good issue. I have a lot Mm -hmm. of, you know, minor problems with it. I, Mm -hmm. like Craig said, I don't think it was as bonkers as it could have been or the last few issues have been Mm -hmm. uh but you know it's just another good issue some you know great eric larson art i don't like you i don't know where it's going but unlike you i like not knowing where things are going but i also don't like a lot of random stuff just kind of happening things should make more sense i guess Uh, With Dart dead, basically, I expected more fallout from that immediately. And we've kind of just gone away from that story.
2: You know, a a phrase that we were dancing all around and never came up this whole time with is internal logic. You want there to be more internal logic behind the blood.
0: Yeah, basically. I mean, I didn't bring this up earlier, but like the blood thing in particular has a... Has a few pl- logic gaps in it that bug me, and one of the big ones is that we've seen, like, like, like I said, Dart got her powers from being bit bitten by Mako. But the only way that makes sense to me is if she cut Mako and got bit at the same time, so their blood mingled. Uh, but that wasn't ever actually established. That's just something I'm assuming based on what happened. And if that's not the case, or rather, if that is the case. Then remember, Dart died in Malcolm's pool of blood. So what does that mean? They're, they're blood mingled. Why why doesn't that work? Why isn't that a thing? Hey, What's crazy is
2: you don't know, dude. Like, right, could right. It, 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 I, mean, I was thinking that, too. I was like, okay, you've got shark blood, immortal blood, Malcolm blood. Like, what the hell's going to happen to Dart?
0: I mean, yes, she was just a leg. And I guess her brains got destroyed, so maybe that's enough. Yeah, but
2: Malcolm had fucking chunks of his brain gone and came back. Yeah, but it wasn't just a leg. Blood's pretty potent. Maybe he could come back from the... If there was a brain chunk in there, I don't know.
0: Uh, (laughs) At any rate, I think we need to move on to the Vanguard story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Let me just throw this out there. that uh, Craig, I have, since the last time we uh, spoke, read the Black and White issue. uh, I fucking loved it. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. You got, you found it in the back issue bin, right? Found it in the, the quarter the bin. one-shot uh, Ethereal Warriors. Yep. Found
2: it in the back issue bin. Uh, love it. Recommend any listener, any finhead who doesn't have it, pick it up. Um, it is arranged differently. Interestingly, Frank Fosco uh, helped shine some light on it that the way that this one was arranged in the backups was more the way that they originally wanted it but Vanguard is front loaded in the black and white. So it starts with Vanguard. And so it's just kind of it flows completely differently, but both work. And I like it. I really like the difference. There's also very tiny, subtle differences between, um, not a ton. I mean, don't, don't buy it for the differences in text, but Gary, well, Gary did little different things in texts. Like he, Yeah. You change a joke here and there. Um,
1: So pick it up. But the huge difference is the one shot's black and white. Yes. This is all colorized just recently by Nikos and his. you know, it's amazing. I mean, I I don't know if you saw it, but things tend to get lost in the black and white. There's a lot of shots where there's a lot happening
2: it was drawn for color I find that, is what it was. Yeah. You can tell it was drawn that, for color.
1: Right. Absolutely. And and that's what hurts it. And I felt like I just things kind of, I noticed a lot more in color. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're getting to see it in color. It's been really, it's been great. I, I really feel good for Gary and, and Frank to start seeing some of their properties that were supposed to be colored, actually getting the color treatment, even though it's 20 years later or whatever it is. Hey man, better late than never. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, seeing this in color has been a real treat.
2: I will still say, um, definitely 100% agree, but don't let that you off that one shot. You can get the whole thing. My back issue bin, they're charging like five, six bucks, something like that. Really? Yeah, it's worth it. Oh, man, it's fucking so good. So, yeah. yeah, pick it up.
1: So, we cut in. This is part six of the serial now, and Vanguard's basically getting tossed by Zakora and... Uh, uh, Ethrian it- into the powerhouse that's established on this earth that's powering Zakora's lens I guess Yep. we learn a little bit more of this Chuck guy that just happened to be the wrong place and now is kind of like part of powerhouse yep Inter- and great. Wally's in there yeah Wally's in there I I think uh, the character designs are pretty cool we talked about this it's kind of like a mat mashup of he-man and i don't know like silver hawks or something like that mm-hmm. and, uh who's that guy that krell he's got this little power stone so they're like oh fuck how do we stop these guys from battling they're in the powerhouse and you know they obviously don't have another lens to make them as powerful as a god so they use the powerhouse to give vanguard like this really cool robotic suit yes dude <laughs> so awesome <laughs> And it, really, these guys, like the way they're designed to me, Like you look at Ethrian and you look at Zakora, they look like action figures. Yes,
2: dude. Absolutely. It
1: looks like this is a toy line, mm-hmm. which is really fun. And then you see the Vanguard in the suit, and that looks like, oh, Vanguard in his, you know, whatever. Mm. Ethereal warrior suit, you know?
2: Yes, and his powerhouse suit, powerhouse armor. Yeah, so good, yeah. dude.
1: I love the panel where he gets between them, and there's that close-up on his face. Mm-hmm. I love his little, like, helmet.
2: <laughs> yes, dude. Upgrade. Absolutely, yeah. Everything on this His is profit helmet. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Craig was sort of making the observation that timeline wise, uh, this uh, this would have fallen like kind of a little bit before the whole young blood era.
1: So it's well, it's a lot, uh, before actual profit.
2: Right. Right. Well, like just and, shield. And, I mean, shaft and all that stuff. So it's kind of like yeah, curiosity. You know, did that face that face armor thing you know did frank uh, pioneer that face armor thing you know did rob get a well, little frank inspired? frank's
1: convinced that he he did inspire it we we kind of chatted on i think he's made some comments on the youtube and stuff. cool and honestly i didn't you know the whole shatter star profit little face uh-huh. whatever you want to call it the little bracket mm-hmm. head bracket <laughs> you don't really see that anywhere else before so i don't know or since yeah. It's a
2: design element that is very 90s, so, yeah.
1: I uh, I love um, they lose their little, like, power suits, and they've still got these, like, little, like, robotic kind of, <laughs> I don't know if it veins or whatever you call them, like little attachments. Like cybernetic pieces. Basically, yeah, two He-Man dudes just battling. How funny is the the panel where he, like, has, uh 3 has Zakora's head in his hand, and he yanks off the... Um, the lens, mm-hmm. you look at Zakora's face and he's just like beat up. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love Such it. Such a cool shot.
2: I love it. It's fantastic. All this stuff. Like, I just want to say that like this backup is strong as hell. Like, it's, yeah. it's how many years old? Like 20 years old? And it's just strong as hell. Like the, the pose, like even like Van being overwhelmed by the power, just like that little like negative space panel of just his face. Like, yeah, oh, it's so good, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's, it's great. Great action scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, Aetherian's, it's funny, because through this whole thing, he's pretty much a dick, and that's his kind of MO. He's just kind of like a, a god that's got no time for mere mortals. That's the way it kind of comes off. Mm-hmm. But he kind of redeems himself by catching Vanguard at the end of this part of the serial, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool ending of this part six. I love how huge Vanguard is with his giant hands and feet when you compare him to Aetherian.
2: Right. Which is funny because is also fucking huge, but like Vang just like gigantic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So good. So, yeah. Another good um, episode from Gary and Frank and uh, Nikos. I don't know the inkers, but Nikos coloring.
2: Adam on uh, letters. And
1: and Mike Torres. Adam, I guess the inkers are Stuart Corobus and Bill Anderson. Don't know who they are. But anyway, good job all around. Colors make it pop. This is a fun backup. Always fun when Frank does stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, man. Fantastic. Like, strong as hell. Strong Always as hell. Always good to see
1: Vanguard back, too. Like, I miss that guy. Yeah, man. Give us all the Vanguard you want.
2: We'll take it. Never going to be mad to flip the page and see Vanguard. Hey, man, for, for me, that was a 10 out of 10. I realize you bros were coming in at a solid uh, 7.5 out of 10, but... That's about right. Fantastic, anyway. I mean, just fun. And fun talking to you guys. There's always, like, little things that I noticed and stuff. Uh, I'll say that 257, we get the Dragon and the Thunder God. <laughs> I can hardly do it these (laughs) days. You couldn't hold it together. I can hardly do it these days because I laugh too much. (laughs) The Norse thunder god Thor returns to extract revenge on Savage Dragon and his unholy offspring. The kids are unholy offspring. (laughs) It's good, dude. He's probably probably
0: talking about Malcolm.
2: I mean, that's it. Yeah, Malcolm is Savage Dragon now. Thor?
0: No, Thor doesn't know Paul is Paul.
1: He's looking for Dragon. Probably. Oh,
2: you're thinking he's going to be looking for dragon and beat up.
1: Malcolm's the unholy offspring. Indeed.
2: Oh, oh, that's funny,
0: dude.
2: Yeah, that's good. Okay, smart, smart twist. But at least that was always um, my
0: interpretation of that, that copy. I
2: didn't. I didn't. Inter- I interpreted that they're calling Malcolm the dragon, and they're calling the unholy offspring as the kids. Maybe, but that's even that's even funnier that Malcolm is the unholy offspring. Has Thor? crossed paths with Malcolm no oh it's good, no, good I don't
0: think dude. So.
2: and we have the cover so we should just take a look real quick yeah he's beating the shit out of Malcolm no way that's a lie
0: actually because well Kerr fought Thor I don't know if Malcolm was involved in that fight though because Malcolm would have been
1: there or around I can't Neither remember can I if so he was pretty young. right
2: well thank you gentlemen for another amazing fincast thank you listeners for hanging in there with us
1: remember write in savage fincast at gmail.com
0: thanks for listening everyone we'll hope to see you see you hmm. hope to <laughs> hope to entertain you again next time yeah, i nailed it <laughs>
1: slam God. dunk you sure did first
2: time first try dude
1: <laughs> thank you
2: goodbye